is this gonna be our like once I get there? Is August's room gonna be our permanent? Uh, August's room is a studio. Pod studio. Welcome to the Periphery. Thank you so much for tuning in to our first episode. Uh, we are so excited that you decided to join the conversation with us. Um, we started this podcast idea um, from months ago. <laughs> it feels like years ago now. My good friend and I, August, took this class called uh, Data, Privacy, Property, and Security. And it really delved into all these different tech issues in a way that called me personally in to technology and all this new technology that we find our lives frequently shaped by. Um, and I took the class with my good friend, August. Hey, August. Hey, Alfie. What's up? He's also the co-host. <laughs> That's me. Well, yes. One of them. <laughs> uh, I love that seminar, Alfie. It, it not only united us, sure. but it made me realize that everyone was focused on... There, there was a whole... Wait, August, I got I got I got you, you, you jump in the gun. How are you? Um, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Actually, to be frank, I'm a little tired, but... Uh, it's, been, it's been a busy week. And, you know, we didn't take this class alone, August, did we? No, we didn't. We, we, we also took it with another person. Uh, hi, Jess. Hey, Afi. Hey, August. Yeah, people often forget that I took this class, too. Um, I'm a bit quieter, but I absorbed a lot, learned a lot, and... Excited Wait, to be on the I, podcast. I hate to out you like this. When was the first time you spoke in class? Maybe you spoke in the first class. I, oh, I spoke in the first class at the end of the class when he said, um, "Let's hear from someone that hasn't spoken," and that was just, that was that was just me. I I live by the philosophy that um, you can learn a lot more by listening. So well, you know. So we we all take this class together and. We start talking. Uh, I go to August one day, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, privacy is cool. No one, no one gives a shit. We need to start a podcast. We need to get everyone on board. It's the most serious problem of our time. Nothing could be more serious than privacy. This is the podcast. So we start talking to our friends, and that's where this, this, well, I guess the fourth voice now, this mysterious fourth voice comes in. Hello, Carl. Hi, Afi. How are you doing? Very good now, you know? We started recording. I was a bit tired a few minutes ago. And thank you for asking, uh, August. You're welcome. Noted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but this is, this, is, this is going great. How about yourself? Did I already ask yeah, you? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I think overall, I think it's been a pretty, pretty good day so far. But, um, you know, I have to think back to a day that wasn't so great in the past. Um, you know, our, my, my wonderful co-hosts have been talking about this data privacy class that they all took together. Um, which I had also applied to, but unfortunately, for uh, for whatever reason, I was not accepted to the class. Um, the the application involved kind of a short essay describing your interest in privacy, etc., and I just clearly f failed to really um, really shine on you that just, essay. You just weren't cool enough. Oh, so sorry, Carl. But yeah, but... it was one of the darker days, but um, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be talking about privacy and uh, other technological issues. And uh, yeah. Well, you know, I guess like, I kind of skipped a few steps. 
August, Jess, and I, we love this class. That's clear right now. And we loved it so much that we left it a bit frustrated uh, with the fact that all the experts were white guys. And perhaps that's why you didn't make it, Carl. A little bit of a balancing act. You know, we get together, we start brainstorming. Um, and Carl, Carl's not only interested in privacy, and, and neither is Jess, and neither is August. Uh, and it turns out neither was I. Um, and we ultimately broaden the scope of what this podcast would be about. It would be about, well, I mean, calling in people who, you know, weren't the prototypical experts or the prototypical people that I turn to uh, to solve these type of issues uh, whose lives are almost entirely on the web, who have no say in it. Uh, And, you know, with that concept that, I mean, really, I feel like you, Carl, you know, put into terms when you and August created a, a pretty good name. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, well, August and I, we got together and uh, we brainstormed a few names. We did. Um, August, do you want to get into kind of the process of how we arrived at the name? Yeah, I mean, we were just sitting around one day looking at, uh, thinking about this podcast, thinking about what we wanted to do with it, and we thought... And did, did we have Panda Express that night? You know, chances are yes. In fact, I think, if I remember correctly, we, we certainly did. Um, and so... Being, you know, running on the fuel of this Panda Express, we were thinking about some crazy names. Uh, you know, Faustian Bargain, that might have been second place. Techno Spartacus. Techno Spartacus is one favorite. that I still feel attached to. We decided on the name undemocratically. Uh, right. August and Carl loved it, and then hey, they told me about it. You guys could have said no. And at that point, we formed a majority. And yep. that's, that, how that was, that's, that's how we did it. We the yeah, being the only remote member of this podcast, I have a extremely diminished say, which I feel is fair. And what a wonderful foreign correspondent you are, Jess. All but, the way there in America. But yeah, foreign back, back to uh, back to the names. August, do you want to talk about how we then actually arrived at the periphery? Yeah, we were looking at some science fiction writers. We're trying to find inspiration. We were already in the works talking about the origins of the internet, and um, and we stumbled upon William Gibson famous science fiction novelist uh, who, uh, people tell me, is an excellent writer. And uh, we stumbled upon his novel uh, called The Peripheral, with an A-L. And uh, we thought, what a great word. A word you don't see very often, not very commonly used. Uh, a word that uh, suggest- that was, you know, that called back how we felt before coming to law school, before well, being exposed to these issues. When I first heard it, I, it, it felt like me. It felt like how I felt the first day. I went to this data class with some pretty smart people who have been in some pretty high places in tech, who have bachelor's sciences, and who, uh, you know, aren't black queer guys with liberal arts degrees. Here we are, definite outsiders, and, and within 10 weeks, by the end of the quarter, we were engaging with experts who had been doing this for 20, 30 years. And it was so empowering to me personally. And I was like, you know, damn, we, this doesn't have, I don't need, I don't need these degrees or I don't need this background or I don't need to look like this to have an opinion on these, these issues. And that's like where the periphery comes in, where we want to call in and activate the periphery and what we hope to be a very entertaining, fun and lighthearted way. So at this point, we bring in more people. We bring in Finley, our incredible sound guy. Hello, Finley. <laughs> we bring in Casey, who creates our visual aesthetic, the periphery, that powerful P. But 
it didn't really make sense. It was really hard to imagine how to do that without starting with the periphery. And so we had to we had to go out and we had to we wanted to see, you know, if this would work. If there were people on the periphery who would be willing to talk about these things, willing to listen and be kind of, you know, generous in their thoughts and perspectives. And so I started, or you know, I started going out and interviewing different people I considered to be on the periphery, not unlike myself. Uh, and I started with my little brother in Dwale. He's nine. I interviewed two of our classmates, Lisa and Jenny. Uh, Jenny, she grew up in China for a moment. She grew up from Ohio. Lisa's from Palo Alto. I talked to my uncle, Will Holmes, who has grown up his whole life in Savannah, Georgia. And they had so much to say. And the more and more people we spoke to, whether they were experts, who obviously had a lot to say, or they were people who were literally never had a college degree, never stepped foot in a technical class. They had opinions and insight, not just opinions, but insight. You know, not unlike us. This is what scares them about the internet. This is all the things that concern them. Every single minute, people put more of their life on the computer. Like they spend more time inside on their computer, as in like share more secrets. And then the computer start knowing things and knowing things. That makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, they're like, like, they're, like, it seems like the computer's spying on you all the time. Like, you can, like, say something, you tell it in there, and you never know, like, where's it going? That like, is it, scary, huh? I think an issue that's become more and more salient and more important as the internet has kind of grown is, like, free speech and concerns with that are something I think of first. You know, how can we balance allowing people to freely share their opinions, beliefs, thoughts, creations, so on and so forth on this, you know, platform of sorts while still protecting certain often marginalized groups of people? I, I don't know. There's always kind of a give and a take, I think. Um, yeah, between free speech and hate speech. That's kind of one thing I think about. But I feel like the damage has been done. The reason I say the damage has been done is because we have all, I think, given up um, our right to privacy for um, accessibility to technology. And some people are oblivious to it, or what they're giving up. You know what I mean? When you click off those terms and conditions decide not to read it, you don't know what you're actually giving up. So I think some people, I think that's some people don't care and some people are just oblivious to what they're doing. And finally, like Jess said, we're all optimists. This is where they saw the internet in its future, where it could go, what they hoped, what they wanted more of, that we hope that this serves as a tool, at the very least. A catalyst. A catalyst. A platform. A An platform. avenue. Exactly. <laughs> a vehicle. <laughs> Something along those lines to get us a little bit closer to there. I think the internet's being like commercialized in a way that everything that's free and everything that's good comes at a really high cost that's really unseen for most people. So, you know, like it's great to have a lot of free things and that's actually what the internet is so, like so beneficial for so many people. But yet what they're actually giving away is like all of their data or they're giving away their ability to actually know that the things that they're seeing on the internet are true or that they're the same as other people and things like that. And so I think I want the internet to be, you know, like better created or better regulated so that 
everything that we want can be preserved and I think it's possible and part of it I think is channeling that profit motive to uh, prioritize uh, different communities. What I liked a lot is that after years of information, you can just little easily like- Still there? You, yeah, it's right there. And you can just like, let's say you were qu questioning about your favorite, um, what about your favorite animal. Mm -hmm. Someone's bound to like seen this animal before and like type something. So you can just type it, boom. Please prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong because I think we're um, we're headed in a place where um, total control is, is is in our future if we don't do something. We don't know how long we'll go. We'll go as long as you all allow us to, um, <laughs> and join us through our journey. Uh, and as long as Finley is with us. As long as Finley is with long us, really. <laughs> um, and, we, and we just hope you tune in. So thank you for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week.